I'm not a big fan of the statement wins, but the 49ers certainly did that on Sunday night. Out to the KDUS hotline we go and to go around the NFL. We're now joined in the sports zone by Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports. And Frank, certainly the uh, 49ers dominated the Cowboys in all three areas, offense, defense, special teams, and whatever other area you'd like to point out. Uh, what's impressed you the most about the 49ers' 5-0 and zero start to the season? I mean, it just has to be Brock Purdy. Uh, I came in to the season with a lot of skepticism about him. You know, I mean, it had only been five regular season starts, and he was coming off the elbow surgery, and, you know, he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. Right? 261 times he was passed over in the draft. So all summer I kept saying, hey, you know, don't get too far ahead of ourselves with this guy. Don't anoint him already just because of five starts. And then he's come out and looked even better this year. I mean, <laughs> people always want to discount him and say, oh, it's Shanahan's system and it's the guys he throws to and whatever. At some point, at some point, results matter. And he has been one of the top five quarterbacks in the football so far. Right? Regardless of how he gets there, whether it's coaching, whether it's the system, whether it's the teammates, he's there. He's playing out of his mind. He threw four touchdowns last night against a defense we thought was one of the three to five best in the NFL. So, to me, it's, it's he's taking them to another level. He has taken them to the level of they are in a different tier than every other team right now. They are the best team in football. It's inarguable. It's not close. Uh, the Eagles might get there by the end of the year, or Chiefs, or whoever. But Brock Purdy has his improvement this year has turned the the 49ers into unquestionably the best team in football. So what specifically stands out the most or is maybe uh, you know, surprised you the most about Purdy? What was that? I just that last part. I'm sorry. What, what, what has maybe stood out the most or surprised you the most about Purdy? It's just I, I think it's just he's kind of calm in the pocket and just being able to read and react to everything. Like, he's not going to blow you away with his physical skills. He's not a big guy. He doesn't have his crazy arm. He's not – running around like like Anthony Richardson or anything, but, you know, being able to process, anticipate, deliver the ball, and do so with accuracy, these are skills, too. Just like throwing the ball downfield from 80 yards is a skill. And he has those skills in abundance. I mean, he just, for a guy who, I mean, he still just has 10 regular season starts, like he's not a veteran or anything, but he just sees the field like, uh, like he's been playing for 10 years. It's pretty uncanny. And... You know, a lot of that is coaching and, and, and telling him, hey, here's the read if this and that. But you still have to do it on the field. And he's he's been remarkable at it. I, it's really impressive. I mean, he he basically is playing like a, a long-time veteran, even though he just started, you know, he took over the starting job late last season. So I think that's the, the most impressive thing about him is just how, just how well he understands the game and what Kyle Shanahan wants out of him. Do the 49ers have a weakness at this point? No. I don't know what it would be. I, I mean, they're, you know, they're susceptible to injuries like everybody else. If they you know, they lose a couple offensive linemen or lose Nick Bosa or whatever it shall be. I mean, I guess their cornerbacks and secondary isn't great, but it doesn't matter. I mean, they get after a quarterback so well and their linebackers cover so much ground that that kind of takes care of any deficiencies in the secondary. And what's really, really impressive is – when you think about what they traded away to get Trey Lance and got nothing out of Trey Lance, literally nothing out of yeah. Trey Lance, and they still have the best roster in football. It's, imagine if they all had all those draft picks back. I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, they have more blue-chip guys than anybody else in the NFL, 
and it, it's really impressive. I, it's you're right when you yeah you ask like you know what's what's our weakness right now there is none. And again, Christian McCaffrey goes down. Okay, well they become a different offense then. Or Brock Purdy hurts his elbow again. Yeah, okay, that that makes a difference. But right now I can't tell you there's a weakness of this team. There, they're just fantastic. It's just the fifth week of the season. Jerry Jones talked last week about facing the Niners being a test. So where do the Cowboys go from here? And I think it's just, look, before the season, I, I said a few times, like the, the Cowboys are just one of those teams that I think is the rare team that's really, really good and yet not a Super Bowl contender at all. There's a team that's going to win 11, 12 games, which is very good, probably not going to win their division. And I just don't see them ever winning a Super Bowl with this crew. As, and it's weird to say about a team that, oh, yeah, they're going to win 12 games, but I don't see them ever being a Super Bowl contender. But that's kind of where I'm at with the Cowboys. Like, they're good enough to, to be a good regular season team and go to the second weekend of the NFL playoffs, and that's it. It's, I guess you can catch some breaks and get hot in January and win a couple coin flip games or whatever it shall be. But I just don't – I just think we – it was reinforced last night that the Cowboys are the kind of just good enough team. Like they're, what do you do too? Like when you're, let's say they do in 11, 12 games this year, which I think they will. They're a good football team. What do you do? You don't blow that up. You don't just start over. You just, I don't know what, I don't know what the next step is for the Cowboys because they're just kind of stuck in this. It's not even mediocrity. It's they're good. They're a good team, but they're clearly not on the same level as the 49ers. They could, they could play the 49ers a hundred times last night and not won one of those games. They, they were not even anywhere on the same field with them. So how does that get better? How does how do you go from, yeah, we're, we're good enough to finish second in the NFC East with 12 wins and make the playoffs to maybe we can win 13, 14 games and, and actually win a Super Bowl. I, I just don't see that out of this group. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but I think last night was a kind of a wake-up call for the Cowboys. Of, you're not as good as you think you are. You're just not on that tier of the 49ers. Maybe nobody is. But it really stood out last night that they're just kind of a step below the really, truly elite team in the NFL. The Eagles, uh, you mentioned the division. They haven't been spectacular, but they are the other 5-0 and zero team. What's your overall assessment of the Eagles through five weeks? Yeah, kind of the same as everybody else. That, that It's like, uh, okay, they're 5-0, they're and oh, but and they haven't played that well. They've won a lot of close games. Also, though, I, at the same point, it is kind of nitpicking. You're five and zero. There's two five and zero teams in the NFL, and you're one of them. Like, you're perfectly fine. You just set the bar so high last year with how well you played that we're sitting there saying, "Oh, this five and zero team is really struggling." <laughs> no, no, they're, they're fine. I, I think the Eagles are going to be. They might end up being the best team in football. I mean, they're not right now. It's like that's clearly the 49ers, but they have the roster, the talent, the coaching to get there to be number one in the NFL, and they're. You know, for all the quote-unquote struggles they've had, they're doing it while they're winning the game. So you sit there, you're 5-0, and you take that, and you feel like, hey, we're going to get better, you know, we're going to get better in the secondary, we're going to be more efficient in the red zone, and we still have those five wins in our pocket. So I think the Eagles are going to be just fine, even though it's not as dominant as people want it to be right now. Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports, curling the sports zone. The four and one Lions, they win easily on Sunday without, you know, three offensive starters. Dan Campbell uh, certainly gets the attention, and you know, justly so. But Brad Hop, or Brad Holmes, excuse me, uh, he's done a great job assembling this talent. It's insane. You got Jack Campbell, Brian Brand, Sam Laporta, all rookies that are contributing this year. Has there been a better job in three years of re- overturning a roster than he has done in, in Detroit? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I mean, the only guy that comes to mind is Howie Roseman in, in Philadelphia because they they really built that thing back up really quickly. But the, what the Lions have done is is impressive, and you know you got to catch you got to catch some breaks in this game, right? And I think that nobody, not Brad Holmes, not not even Jared Goff, maybe thought that when he was just a throw-in to kind of balance out the salaries, that Jared Goff would still be their quarterback in 2023 and playing at a really high level. But no, the Lions had to have thought, fine, we'll take Goff. He'll be our bridge starter for a year. We're going to draft somebody next year, right? Like, I, They could be revisionist historians if they want, but I don't think there's any way that they thought Jared Goff is a real asset here and he can take us to where we need to be. I, I just... But he has been. He's been fantastic. They have a really good offensive coordinator in Ben Johnson. And yesterday, Goff throws you know three touchdowns without Amon Ross St. Brown, without Jameer Gibbs, like you said. And it's it's just impressive how that's been kind of the centerpiece of what what they've done. And they've been able to make other high impact picks without worrying about quarterback. They could draft an Aiden Hutchinson without worrying about quarterback. They could you know draft Penny Sewell without worrying about who's their next quarterback going to be because Jared Goff has been perfectly good. Like, he's probably a top-ten quarterback in the NFL right now, and there's zero chance the Lions thought that when they traded for him. So it's one of the, the – maybe if you're looking at, like, the quote-unquote win-win trade throughout sports history, has there been a bigger win-win trade than the Rams-49 – or the Rams-Lions yeah. uh, trade? I mean, Rams aren't regretting anything. They won a Super Bowl. Stafford's awesome. He's still playing really well. And if you look at what the Lions got out of that trade, it's remarkable. I mean, they have completely transformed their franchise from one trade. So I can't think of another trade where both teams benefited so much from it. Very true. Uh, so where's Detroit stack up against San Francisco, Philadelphia, and maybe even Dallas? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think they're a clear number three right now. Maybe 3A, 3B with Dallas. I, I don't think they're on the same level as the, as the Eagles and the 49ers. I, I I think the Lions would need home field to kind of make to to pull off the upset of San Francisco or Philly if they could even at home. But I don't know how they're going to get that home field because I just don't see the 49ers losing that many games. I don't see the Eagles losing that many games. I, the Lions might not either. But do I see a scenario where the Lions are number one seed in the NFC? Probably not. So, but look, I mean, they haven't won a division title since 1993. I, if they win a division. Maybe win a playoff game and lose a close game to the Eagles or 49ers in the playoffs. Look, I, Detroit fans, I mean, it's not the ultimate ending you want. That's a pretty good season for the Detroit Lions, given what they've been through the last 30 years. Meanwhile, the AFC, I'm, I'm pretty baffled here, <laughs> complete, almost completely baffled. Uh, let's start with the Chiefs. They don't seem to be as good. Do you agree with that assessment? And maybe this is partly, at least at the start of the season, a Super Bowl hangover to some extent? A little bit, and I think it's, uh, there's a few things in play here. I just don't think that they have the offensive weapons they need, especially Kelsey being maybe good, not great right now. Uh, I mean, and the injuries have piled up on him a little bit, so it's not all his fault. But you look at what Travis Kelsey is right now compared to what he's been through his career. He's not the same guy. Like, it's fine. He's 34 years old. Like, what, what do we expect? But then it, it puts a harsh spotlight on everybody else, like who's – Who's the receiver who's standing out? And the answer is nobody. The one thing I will say about the Chiefs, though, is the winning games, which is, you know, like we talked about the Eagles, obviously important when you're trying to figure these things out. And their defense has been pretty good. Like, their defense has been much better than expected. And if they can keep the defense going with all these young guys on defense, 
I just trust that their offense is going to be good. Like it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Andy Reid. They're going to, they're going to figure things out as they go along. So I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine because of who they are and and, and their quarterback really. But you're right. I, I think through this point in the season, you look at the Chiefs and you say eh, it's it, it could be better. And I think they would even say that. So they're probably a little fortunate to be four and one. But again, it's it's a good place to be in the NFL when you're trying to figure things out. But yet you've got four and one in your pocket. The Dolphins, they've got a 400-meter relay team for sure, but I just can't quite get past them being physically dominated at Buffalo. Uh, should I just kind of forget about that game? No, not at all. I mean, I think that I think that game showed that at, at, at that moment anyway, that those were taking on some injuries yesterday. But at that moment, the Dolphins are a really good team that wasn't as good as the Buffalo Bills. And maybe that changes. I, I mean, uh, things change over the course of the season. Miami's allowed to get better. Buffalo obviously got worse with losing Matt Milano. They're all pro linebacker. So, but I, I think that I don't know that the Dolphins can win a Super Bowl this year. They could. I mean, look, they're they're good enough that they're going to be in the playoffs and and put a scare into any team because they can put up points so fast. But I think you know part of this too is who are the best games come against. The Broncos have one of the worst defenses. They'd have the worst defense in the NFL this year and one of the worst of many years. And then a Giants team that looked like it's just quit. Like, absolutely quit. And I'm not trying to take anything away from the Dolphins. They're doing this against professional teams, and it's impressive. 700 yards, 524 yards yesterday, whatever it shall be. But I really would need to see them do it against the Bills, the 49ers, the Cowboys. One of these elite defenses I'd like to see because I think what we saw in that Bills game is if you can get pressure on Tua, it it changes their offense. It it just mm-hmm. does, and it, it does for a lot of quarterbacks. So I need to see them do it against an elite team. But yet it is fun to. I mean, Devin Achan looks like he's just shot out of a cannon. I mean, every time he touches the ball, you got to kind of stop and watch to see if he's going to break a seventy yarder. And Tyreek's awesome and Waddle and all them. So really, really fun team, and maybe they can get there. But yeah, I, I look at them almost kind of like I talk about the Cowboys. Really, really good. They're going to win twelve, thirteen games, maybe even win the AFC East, but. Do I see them winning a Super Bowl? Not right now. Not until, I mean, maybe Jalen Ramsey comes back and changes their defensive outlook and all that kind of stuff. But I need to see them kind of do it against an elite team, not just the Giants and the Broncos. We're going around the NFL with Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. The Ravens, they really should be 5-0. and zero. They've given away two games. How do you yeah. assess the Ravens at this point? I like them. And, yeah, they've given away two games, and that stinks, and that's going to hurt them. They they had a real chance to put the Bengals in a big hole and they haven't. Like I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals are the team you look at and you say, for the, the horrific start they had, they're one game out of first place. Okay, like whatever, like we're fine. Uh, and I think the Ravens are going to regret that. But they've dealt with a lot of injuries and they keep winning games. John Harbaugh is a fantastic coach. I think Lamar had a Lamar had a rough day yesterday. But he's a great quarterback. So I really like the Ravens. I think that the Ravens are. Probably the team that we're not talking about enough as a Super Bowl contender because I think once they get healthy, everything's in place for them to to be kind of that elite team and and maybe be the team in the AFC we're looking for to take control. But yeah, they boy, you can't give away games like that. You can't can't give away that Colts game a couple weeks ago. Can't give away that Steelers game. It's just it, it, they're gonna they're gonna regret that. They're gonna regret that when when the seeding comes out and. You know, in, in late January, they have to go to Arrowhead Stadium. They're going to say, I mean, we really needed to take care of business against the Steelers when we didn't. One one thing on the downside here, the Panthers. Um, 
is they're bad obviously is it too bad to it's too excuse me too early to seriously wonder whether they just made a really bad decision putting their franchise and building their franchise around Bryce Young you know I, I don't think it's a Bryce Young thing I think Bryce Young's gonna be just fine I I still trust him I think he's a good player but I think all these things can be proved that Bryce Young might be a good player but yet the Carolina Panthers made a disastrous trade I you look at what they gave up if they just stayed put and just said, we're punting this year, we're going to figure out next year, next year, but we do, we're not making this massive trade up to get Bryce Young, they would have D.J. Moore, who we saw, saw go off on Thursday night. The pick they traded to the Bears became Jalen Carter, who is easily the defensive rookie of the year right now, and the, by some stats the best defensive tackle in football ahead of Aaron Donald. And they would have the number one pick in next year's draft, which is going to be Caleb Williams. There's no, and two for second-round picks, too, but let's just focus on there's nobody on the planet who would give up DJ Moore, Jalen Carter, and Caleb Williams for Bryce Young. There's nobody. Like, it's ridiculous. But that's what the Panthers gave up for Bryce Young, who might not even be the best quarterback in this draft. I mean, C.J. Stroud has been awesome. Anthony Richardson gets hurt all the time, but he's been awesome. Bryce Young has been okay. I like Bryce Young. I think he's going to be a good quarterback, and maybe that justifies the trade for the Panthers in the end. But, oh, man, I, when you look at what they gave up, the impatience is just going to kill them. I mean, you could have waited one more year, had a much, much better quarterback prospect, had this unbelievable defensive tackle who's just wrecking shop with the Eagles right now, had the number one receiver you want, and you'd be really that many steps forward in your rebuild, where now you're just kind of praying that Bryce Young becomes that guy you hope. Thanks, Frank. Always good talking to you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, read all his stuff, including power rankings, etc., at uh, Yahoo.